Life Management Science Labs would like to acknowledge that we live and produce this podcast on the traditional lands of the Wurundjeri people. We'd also like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land of our listeners and our international colleagues. We'd like to thank and pay our respects to the elders, past, present, and emerging. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Doing Well, the Wellbeing Science Insights podcast produced by LMSL, the Life Management Science Labs. We are champions of life management science, providing structured insights informed by science and inspired by practice on key aspects of conscious living. Each week, we bring you scientific and practical insights on each element with the expert knowledge of professionals in the field. I'm your host, Blue Ngo, coming to your ears from NARM, Melbourne, Australia. Let's learn together. You're having fun. Mm. Welcome back, everyone. <laughs> That's such a great uh, intro. That was a, that was a great intro. Um, but welcome back, everyone, to the show. And today we have a very special guest. Hello, hello. I'm so excited. We've been meaning to do this for so long. Remember, we were like, "Oh, it was so fun when we yeah. did the podcast recording together. We should do this again." Never got around to doing it. Yeah, until now. Mm-hmm. It's like almost time for you to go, but we're still here. I know, just this last one. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, our last one for now. For now. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you come back. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, as a guest, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. you never know what's going to happen. Life's long. Um, but yeah, for anyone who doesn't know you mm. and for anyone who doesn't know Tia, I'm going to look there. Um, <laughs> for anyone who doesn't know Tia, this is our co-host at LMSL. She's hosting two shows, one for productivity and one for resilience, yep. personal productivity mm-hmm. and personal resilience. So it is a bit sad for us mm-hmm. that Tia is leaving. But so sad. it's also exciting for Tia because she's getting back into law. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. So before she goes, I thought it'll be yeah. good to have this conversation, especially because this show is all about well-being. Mm-hmm. It'll be good to hear from Tia's perspective. And you know what? It's hard. When you're juggling so many things, right? Mm-hmm. We had this conversation. You're kind of like, oh, I yeah. don't know what to do. Making decisions. Oh, my gosh. You know, yeah. juggling uni and work. <laughs> yeah. and, you know, Sitting like, in loose laundry being like, what am I going to do? <laughs> still, you know, just like have to handling different aspects yeah. of life, which is hard. And I think today's topic would be perfect for you, actually. Mm, yeah. We were discussing it earlier because I was like, I don't know if this would be good for you, if it makes sense to our audience. Yeah. But basically, we're just talking about engagement in life. Yeah, because I'm not an expert, but like it applies to everybody. So. Yeah, mm. totally. Everyone would deal with this on a daily basis. Mm. Yeah. So hopefully we'll help people by Yay. sharing some insights and for me to share some insights with us when it comes to productivity and resilience, because, mm-hmm. you know. We haven't talked about that too much here, so that'll be fun. (laughs) Yes. I'll bring all my insights. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) You know the drill, so we'll start with getting to know you. It's been a while, so I'll I'll need a refresher on this one. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Hi, guys. I'm Tia Hummer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I host Work in Progress, which is the productivity podcast, and then I also host Bouncing Back, which is the personal resilience podcast. Um, So I've been doing this for maybe a little little less than Lou, about a, about a year and a two months um, with the other hosts. And yeah, it's been really good so far. It's an area of interest for me, which has always been really fun. I love that all our shows like really like suit us individually. Yeah. And it's so good because um, productivity <laughs> and personal resilience is like one of the key skills that you have to have 
as a university student and just like a law student in general that is like two yeah. of like the most intense things. Yeah. Um, so you need both of those. But yeah, so that's yeah. pretty much me mm. in like a nutshell. I've had a pretty diverse and I wouldn't call it career because like I'm only in my early 20s. So it's like not really a career yet. It's kind of like the beginning of your career. Yeah, it's the beginning. And I have my foot in like a lot of different doors. Um, so my resume is like a bit of a hot mess. But it's cool. Like I've tried so many different things. It's a beautiful mess. Yeah. Yeah. And I've tried so many different things. Um, So if you do look me up on LinkedIn, just like you've been warned. (laughs) It's like it's kind of all over the place. But I've worked in media and I've worked in law. um, And yeah, I'm about to go back into law. So that's going to be interesting. But yeah, so that's me. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's so much more to know about you because, you know, I, I think, um, yeah, we'll, we'll get to know more about you now as well. But <laughs> I think it's like enough to say because your background is so diverse. And I think you haven't mentioned the fact that you're doing a double degree. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. So the reason I work in media and yeah. law is because I do a double degree. Um, so I'm studying law and arts. And I got a major in journalism and a minor in film, which is just like, a, that's just like a guilty pleasure. I'm just like a film buff, nerd, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, so I'm hopefully going to tie that all together one day in a nice bow and my career <laughs> will actually make sense. Yeah. Um, but for now, yeah, I love being in both fields. They're so fun and just yeah. like crazy. Are you sure like law is fun? <laughs> I don't know. Don't ask me that now. It's too late. <laughs> yeah, I'm just confirming. It's double confirming, triple confirming. But yeah, <laughs> as long as you find it fun, that's yeah. all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so let's hear some recommendations from you or things mm. on your list that you would like to share with everyone. First thing first, you know the drill. You know what yeah. it is. What is the book you would recommend to Books. people? Oh, book I would recommend. Oh, um... Oh, I loved Michelle Obama's book. Oh, the new one, the, what's it called? So Um, good. No, not not the new one, the, um, I think it's literally called Michelle. Is that it? Really? Oh my gosh. Am I completely blanking on my book recommendation? (laughs) This is terrible. Michelle Obama. Well, I mean, we can always look for it, right? Yeah. I mean, you've read it. (laughs) Yes, I love it. It's like, it's such a good I mean, there was there was becoming that was in twenty eighteen. Oh, I think yeah, no, that's is that it. the one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh yeah, I th- I thought it was called Michelle because the cover <laughs> it says becoming and then Michelle Obama like yeah. underneath in like massive I know. in like kind of similar font. So I'm yeah. like, okay, that's what it's called. <laughs> anyway, becoming was amazing. I read that. Um, it and I think it came out like just as I was graduating high school or something. But I read it just as I was going into my first year of uni because I got it as a present from my parents and just such an amazing book. So inspirational, um, like no matter what background you come from, but I think going into law, like as a female from like a very like low socioeconomic area was like a massive thing, especially since like I had, like she has obviously a very different background to me. Um, but like I had a career advisor tell me that I was never going to get into law. They were like, you're never going to make it. Like you can either be a teacher, a nurse or like something else in this like female category of jobs. And when I said I wanted to get into law and they were like, no, that's not going to happen for you. Like you're never going to get there. (laughs) Ta-da. 
like, guys. <laughs> um, so I really, like, resonated with that part of the book. Yeah, you. Where they were like, you're never going to get into law. And she was like, watch me. And then she became, like, the first lady, first black lady, like, of America. Like, oh, she's so cool. Yeah. So anyway, I recommend that for anyone who hasn't read it. Everyone should have read it by now, but if you haven't. Yeah, I, I haven't. I haven't. Okay, I it's will been on it my you. list. You, you know what's interesting? I bought it for my friend yeah. for her birthday. Oh I think gosh. in 2019. Yeah, and then I was like, okay, I'll buy one for myself. And then I just never got around to doing it because oh, I have so many books on my to. list. Yeah, it's okay. so good. And I've got Obama's as well, like Barack's, yeah. like sitting there. And so they sit next to each other. Oh, and it's just like, I'm like so oh my gosh, I'm like sweet. that is couples goals. Like, yeah, I think cool. I have a, I have Obama's book on Audible though. Like, his is yeah, like, his is massive. Yeah, that's really thick. Yeah, that's, I bought it yeah. like while I was on like interstate, and then I was like, I gotta take this on the plane, so I had to put it in my carry on because I was like, bro, <laughs> this is so heavy. <laughs> like, jeez. Yeah. Anyway. Well, good reads though. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a good one. Mm. How about movie? Movie I recommend? Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Um, oh, I'm trying to think of something here. You asked me, like, this is the most difficult question for me. Really? Yeah. Because you have so many favorites. so many, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can name a couple. It doesn't okay. have to be just one. Yeah, okay. I'll give you... Oh, okay. I'll give you, like, my top three. First one is pretty straightforward, and I feel like... Everyone's watched it, but it's still a movie that I would recommend. Is Goodwill Hunting? I have not watched that. Okay, <laughs> we need to sit down and like go through some stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, we have plenty of time. <laughs> we have a whole life ahead yeah. of us. Yeah, uh, right, yeah. Goodwill Hunting. Um, it's written by Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, who are, who also star in it. Um, one of my all-time favorite movies. Just such an incredible film. Um, and it's got Robin Williams. Like Aww. I miss so much. Um, second movie that I would recommend. Um, oh my goodness, this is like genuinely so difficult. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, oh my goodness, I'm like really struggling here. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually so bad. Uh, I'm like completely blanking. Um, oh, high society. Mm-hmm. That is not for, like, any particular reason. Like, it's not like Good Bill Hunting in terms of, like, it's some, like, inspirational movie. High Society is just a really good musical okay. um, that I don't hear a lot about. It's got Frank Sinatra, Bing Crosby, and Grace Kelly, mm-hmm. and just the most incredible soundtrack with Louis Armstrong. And it's just, like, it's like a jazz-related movie, which I love, and it's so gorgeous. So, anyway, that's a great one. I would recommend that highly for people who, like aren't really sure about musicals maybe and they're just kind of like well I don't really want something like as big as the greatest showman but I still want like a good taster Mm. then like highly recommend that yeah um and then the third one would probably oh my goodness this is really hard yeah um oh I'd say anything by Baz Luhrmann. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that, that, like, that's really, that's really vague. He's like my favorite director ever. Um, but I loved Moulin Rouge is like one of my all time favorite movies. Um, Elvis, like the new movie. Have you seen it? No. Okay. I would recommend that. It's okay. incredible. I think it will change your perspective of Elvis and yeah. what his life was like. So anyway, oh. those are my three recommendations. That was really long winded. That's four. <laughs> Not three. Oh, okay. Well, ah, I said anything by Bess Lemon. So yeah. like, <laughs> well, but you know what? It's good because you, you're passionate about film. So oh, yeah. that, was, that was really hard. We hear from the best. Mm. 
And uh, I, I've actually not watched any of the ones that you recommended. So okay. I gotta yeah. give you a list. Yeah, you gotta you gotta yeah. give me a list. <laughs> My friends have given me many lists. So that's I'm going to okay. combine all the lists and go through them one by one. Yeah, we'll you have know? like a marathon. That's, that's my mission. Oh, yeah. that's hard. You know what? That's good, though. I did yeah, that during COVID. It gives my life meaning. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> no, it's fine. It feels good. give me purpose to hands yeah. yeah. No, I did like a massive marathon thing during yeah. COVID. I watched all the movies that all my friends were like, you have to watch this. And I was like, okay, finally, I have time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally agree. <laughs> that's that's a good one to start with. Okay. Well, you host two podcasts, mm. but what's your favorite podcast? Oh my goodness. Um, I have two because they're both. I get different things from both. Very, very different things. Um, they're both like chatty though, mm-hmm. and just like friendly conversation. I like that. That's why I listen to podcasts. Yeah, I don't like. I do love the informative ones that are like scientific or educational like ours. Um, but I think because we host them, I am like less inclined to listen to them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, so I listen to Pretty Big Deal with Ashley Graham, mm-hmm. who I have mentioned on my podcast yeah. like so many times. Yeah. Um, and I think Lou probably is already familiar <laughs> with the fact that I've mentioned this. Yes, I you have Jerry mentioned it. it like so many times. Um, I love her. She's amazing. For those who don't know who she is, she's a plus size model in the States who just champions that area. And she's just so amazing. She's so gorgeous. She has twin boys now. I think she she only had them like maybe two years ago. Um, so she's a mama now. But she does a podcast where she brings on just like these really incredible guests, mostly like really powerful females who have just championed an area of something for females who have done something um, that has benefited like their career and society and all that kind of stuff. She has, yeah, she had like Rosie Huntington-Whitley and she had Serena, um, the the tennis player. Oh my Serena gosh. Williams. Yeah. Um, so I love that. And then the second one that I listen to is... <laughs> The Inspired Unemployed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> love that. I love them so much just because they're so, like, they're just so funny. Like, they are my comedic relief. I listen to them. Like, I, their podcast comes out every Wednesday. I listen to it religiously. Like, I look forward to it <laughs> yeah. because they're just, like, the funniest people. I found it during COVID because it reminded me of home because I'm, like, from the country in Australia. So... Guys like Matt and Jack have been around me like my whole existence. Yeah. So when I was really, really like craving like some home, some home life, I just like binged their podcast. And now I listen to it religiously. Uh, I love Matt and Jack, no matter how stupid they actually are. <laughs> they they're pretty are, funny. I, they're so good. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, they're funny. <laughs> I haven't listened to them in a while, so I have to get back into oh, it. So funny. Yeah. Crying, laughing, <laughs> like in public. It's yeah. so funny. <laughs> Yeah, I know that feeling. <laughs> All right. Who is your famous role model? Or if not famous, then your Ooh. personal role model. Oh, I think famous role model would have to be probably Jane Fonda. Mm-hmm. I love her so much. I've grown up loving her. I've like watched all of her movies um, and you know she was an aerobics instructor for a while and um, 
and she is like really close friends with Gloria Steinem, um, who was a pioneer in the female journalism area. And they just like work together um, to create this incredible space for women in media in the States. And yeah, I just love Jane Fonda. She's gorgeous. She's amazing. She just, oh, she's just everything. She's everything I hope to be. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think I love her a lot because my mom loves her, Mm -hmm. who is my personal role model. My mom is amazing. She's such a boss. Like genuinely, my mom is made of Teflon. Like you can throw anything at her and she will just deal with it. Yeah. Like, and you know, having my two little brothers, I think she's definitely learned how to do that. Um, but yeah, she is a legend. So Jane Fonda and my mom. Aww, they're amazing. Sweet. Amazing I love women. That. Mm. Well, so sweet. I mean, now we know a little more about you, but um yeah. before we move on to the official part of Engagement. Mm. What is the course you've completed that you would like to talk about? Oh, um, I actually did this. I just completed this recently. Um, I did a film course with NYU online, which Ooh. was really cool. Wow. Yeah, I know. I, I love, love that. Like, oh, I was like, NYU. That's so cool. It was cool. Um, so, yeah, I did a film course with them and I just learned, you learn everything, like where film comes from, how it starts, like the importance of production teams, marketing, script writing, just like everything. They just went through all this stuff and you can do it all in your own time. You've got like a year to do it, but you can do it like whenever and you get little assignments and it's cool. And I was just like, Ooh, it just like fulfilled my little inner director self. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. I'm so glad to hear you enjoyed it. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Well, now let's talk about well-being. Woo. Topic of the day, very important. Yeah. Before we go into engagement in life, let's talk about what you think of well-being because mm. it's different for all of our guests. Let me tell you, all the experts give me very different answers. Really? Yeah, it's very <laughs> interesting. It's kind of like they share, there'll be like this sweet There's spot links. of overlap, yeah. but then each definition is very different and how they see it as well yeah. through their lens will be different. So I wonder what your lens mm, is. Yeah, yeah, I found that on my show as well, like, Experts are experts, but there's always going to be like a different, everyone's got that different lens and that different perception. Um, I think well-being for me personally, it's not, I'll be honest, it's not something I have thought about like really in depth. I've always just been like physical health, mental health, did it, like that's it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But when I've like thought about it in a little bit more depth and I'll be honest, I did a little bit of research, um, it's kind of like, you can have no issues, but that doesn't mean you have a good well-being. Like the absence of problems does not mean a positive like environment, like if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so when I think about well-being, it's like having the absence of, um, you know, if you're lucky, lucky enough, having the absence of like illnesses, physical or mental, um, and then also having like a positive outlook on life. It comes with that level of positivity where like you appreciate your physical body, you work to keep yourself healthy um, and you like look forward to life and understand your purpose. So it's kind of like a little bit more of a holistic approach. Yeah. Because I feel like I have always just kind of seen it as like separate, like, oh, if I have good health and I have like good physical, you know, health and good mental health and good physical health and like, yep, cool. I'm like set. 
I've never see, saw that and been like, oh, well, I can build on that and then make it a positive, like have like an extra positive mindset. I've always just been grateful for like the basics being like, okay, yeah. <laughs> I am alive. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think it's interesting that you did research on the topic and, you know, like, like, (laughs) (laughs) well, it's good, you know, it's good because initially I was like, just come as you are, but also it's good to have a little research because let me tell you, even with research, you will have your personal experience attached to it and then you you Mm. interpret it in your own way. Yeah. So that's where it gets really interesting because you did mention meaning, purpose in life, looking forward to your life. Yeah. So I feel like you're, you kind of sharing a bit more about what you're thinking about the most to me yeah as well because actually when we do the well-being show there's just so many different elements yeah meaning well and meaning and purpose in life that's one element that we've we've talked about but we have so many more yeah like today we're going to talk about engagement yeah yeah so that's your personal definition Mm. now once you've done that research did it dawn on you at any point that you, you might have come across for yourself or, you know, from other people that you've encountered with some sort of misconceptions when it comes to well-being? What do we get wrong when it comes to well-being? Yeah, I think just in myself, my main misconception that I think I have lived with for like a really long time and only like, you know, a while ago did I realize like, oh, this is not <laughs> this is not what well-being means is just like I mentioned before having just like that basic like level foundation of just like no physical health issues no mental health issues Da-da. like that's what I thought that like I don't know why I keep making that noise after I say <laughs> stuff um, you did say you're cool cool today so yeah, I'll I give that I to you <laughs> it's fun it's Friday guys <laughs> um but yeah I think I you know, had this misconception that well-being meant just like having like the basics. Yeah. Um, And I think we associate it with just like having um, like this well-being is just like being like at peace. Like we sort of see it as this like very foreign thing. Um, I think like especially just like the people that I know, like friends and family, I think there's this conception that like well-being is like something that you only like really like get when like you're on a holiday or if you're like doing some kind of like spiritual retreat or something. Like if you're working on your well-being, it's just like like your soul, like your energy. Um, So I think that's probably like the biggest misconception is that it's not like a day-to-day thing. Yeah. It's just like if you have the basics, great, awesome. If you're lucky enough, then you get to build on top of that. But it's something that you have to like go searching for, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think a lot of people just don't really care about the stuff besides the basics. Until a certain point in life. Yeah. This is from the show. Yeah, the the show speaking, I'm speaking (laughs) as well. But yeah, yeah, it happens because it's just just not something that you would sit down and think about until Mm. something goes wrong. Yeah. Most of the time. Yeah. And that's why we're doing this show, so that Mm. people get ideas and really think about what to do to prevent, you know, not being able to handle things Mm. when they go wrong. Yeah. And today we're going to talk about engagement. Yay. So I also know you did a little research as well. And (laughs) um, I mean, me too, because I'm like, okay, this is a really good topic for you once I've understood it. 
But initially, I was like, engagement, mm. that can make people feel so confused because there's engagement yeah. in different aspects of life and, you know, different scenarios oh, yeah. that might mean different things. So today, just to clarify, I'm going to talk about engagement in life. Mm. Yeah. Where you engage with different aspects of your life. Mm. And um, I think it's important, especially because we talked about the fact that you're a uni student, you're juggling so many mm. different things. Yeah. And also learning so much, you know, just working, going to uni, learning to do your job and learning to actually just do assignments sometimes. So mm. there's got to be a level of engagement there yeah, for you to be well. And I know that, you know, there are things that you need to take care of outside of that with your life as well. Mm. Even if you don't say that, everyone has that. Oh, yeah, totally. You know, yeah. so take it away. What would <laughs> full engagement in life be for oh, you? Wow. Yeah. And... How do you think this relationship between full engagement in life and well-being would define us yeah. and help us to yeah. thrive? Um, I think engagement is definitely like one of the things that I think people struggle with the most, but they don't really know that like that is the issue. Um, and I think I've seen that. I think I saw that a lot in myself last year when I was burnt out and you kind of just like clock out but you're doing stuff on autopilot, if that makes sense. And you're not like, you're not engaged because you're not like fully present in whatever you're doing. And you see that like, <laughs> I like I was in a lecture today. I already mentioned this to Leah and it was really boring. Like it was really like mind numbingly dull. Um, the professor was not amazing. Um, and trying to stay engaged just became like so exhausting and you see everyone just like clock out mm. and like they're on Facebook or like my friend was buying a dress like <laughs> <laughs> like everyone's there and they're present and they're watching and they're listening but they're not engaged and I think from what I've learned from my from my podcast when it comes to productivity being engaged is means a lot more than just like actually being there um and you find this a lot like in academic spaces and then like professional work spaces but you can also have this like in your general day-to-day -day life in terms of just going food shopping or when you're interacting with your family like you can just sort of be like a bit numb and just kind of not really be present and I find a lot of the time that comes down to an energy thing but it's also like whether or not you enjoy what's going on around you and whether or not you care about what's going on around you. Um, so, yeah, I think there's like a lot of different elements to it. Um, and whether you're looking at it from like a produ productivity angle, like from an academic, professional, workplace kind of angle versus like a day-to-day -day is like different, but it requires the same levels of interest and energy and understanding of, your, like the purpose that you're there, whether that's just like in life <laughs> or like, you know, in the classroom, like why am I in this class? Well, to learn like X, Y, Z, um, which is why they give things like work objectives and like academic objectives and all that kind of stuff. It's mm -hmm. like, okay, like this is why I'm here. This is what I'm looking for when I'm engaged kind of thing. Yeah, that's so true. And I feel like when you talked about life, anyone could imagine situations like, you go to the grocery store, let's say. You go to Woolies, you know, you know, pick up stuff, and then you're like, you walk down, and you're like, oh, I forgot this. Oh, my gosh, I'm yeah, every to, single time. I'm supposed to get this. <laughs> and sometimes, this has happened to me, I have a list, mm. and I still missed it Yeah, from the list. Yeah. 
because I was just disengaged from the whole situation completely. Yeah. I was zoning out. I was tired. I was just like not having it. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, 100%. I see that, like, especially in parents, you know, when you have children. And that you see it, like, happen in your own parents if you've ever gone to the grocery store with, like, your yeah. mom or something. And then you'll get in the car and she'll be like, oh, damn, like, I forgot, the, <laughs> I forgot the bread. Like, sit here, just, like, wait here. And I'm just, like, going to go back in and get it. Uh, like, it's, yeah, yeah, that's so what it is. Because you can just be on yeah. autopilot. And there are, like, those different levels of engagement that like you know the lowest one being that numbness where like you go to the grocery <laughs> store and you're like I don't know what I like I can't remember what I came yeah. in here for kind yeah. of thing. I'm just gonna walk in yeah. yeah and then there's like the general engagement where like you're interested and then there's from what I read there is the full engagement which is what you mentioned yeah. before which is like a different thing in terms of it's where you're fully absorbed in whatever it is you're doing, like spiritually, physically, emotionally, mentally, you're like putting all your effort and energy. Yeah, you know exactly what you're doing. Yeah, like you're fully engaging in Mm -hmm. this thing outside of yourself. And it's supposed to kind of be like, you know, like you lose track of time, like you don't eat, like like in a good way. Yeah. Like you're so like in this thing. And it's the whole like, you know, time flies when you're having fun sort yeah. of vibe. Um, yeah. Where you're like, oh my gosh, like, wow, that went mm. so quickly because I enjoyed it so much, which was not the case for my lecture today. It was like <laughs> three hours of hell. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? It's interesting because on the show we've talked about flow before. I don't remember if this is because of the happiness show, the well-being show, because these shows, I still have a hard time sort of just separating them sometimes. But I do remember on definitely on one of the shows, we've talked about flow, maybe the happiness show, Mm. and it's very similar to engagement. Okay. Yeah. But now that I think about it, it might be slightly different because flow is when you're fully focused and time just passes and, Mm. you know, you're getting really just into it, whatever you're doing. You're fully there and you just don't think about time at all. Yeah. Whereas I think being engaged in whatever you're doing means flow plus another element Mm. of um, awareness. Yeah. So you know that you're having a good time you know that you're actually enjoying it and you know that you have other things to do. Yeah. So it's, I feel like it's a little different from flow because flow can mean a lot of things when you're just sitting down, you're getting lost in a book. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that you're engaged in life. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. maybe you're just zoning out from life. Yeah. If you're you know skipping, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So I feel like I engage is just like the full engagement concept is so interesting because today before we started the recording, I was like, oh, what is that? And I like, started to look at it. And I was like, I wonder if we are actually capable mm. of talking about this because it's a pretty big topic. It is really big. Yeah. yeah. But when I think about. Yeah, it's fairly new. Yeah, it's fairly new. Yeah. Yeah. But if you really think about it, I think it's interesting because lately. Now, this is confession time. Lately, I'm just like, I don't know what I'm doing. Right. In life. Now, this can be be quarter-life crisis. Mm, Okay. This could be the after effect of burnout. Yeah. This could be lack of sleep. Yeah. It could be overdose on caffeine. It could be anything. All right. But... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. When I saw the definition. and Lots when of different culprits. Yeah. But yeah. When, when you start talking about engagement, I was kind of like, oh, this is it. This is what it is. This is what it is. I have not been engaged in yeah. my life. Yeah. I'm just going through just life yeah. doing things on autopilot. Mm. I'm not feeling engaged. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. I feel like that's definitely like a side effect of burnout, which you have definitely experienced. <laughs> and so have I even like um, when Aditi came on my show the other day, we spoke about it because um, I don't know. Yeah, I was burnt out last year. Um, and I feel like it definitely is a side effect where you go like, oh, whoa, like I was not, I was not engaged. And then it's such a weird, like when you notice that you weren't engaged and you start to do things where you are engaged and you're like, wow, this is so weird. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, I'm actually yeah. like, yeah, I'm in this, I'm enjoying this. Like maybe you're not enjoying it, but you're interested and you're, you're in it. Mm-hmm. Like you are 100% there. Yeah. Whereas like, I feel like when yeah, when you're not, when you're in that space of burnout, you're just so very, just like, you're just detached. Like you're just blank space. <laughs> <laughs> blank like space, Taylor yeah. Swift. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah, I, t- I totally agree with that. You know, but that's interesting because when you were burnt out, did you actually know the word engaged? Uh, did you use that exact word to describe no. the situation? There you go. That now was, we have no. the vocabulary. Yeah. That's what I learned throughout doing this. I was like, oh. Now I know what I have. Yeah, you've got the words for it. Now we have yeah. the word. Because sometimes you just cannot explain what happened to you, right? Oh, yeah. So now, that was so weird. Yeah, now that we're talking about this, I'm like, this is what I have. <laughs> I am not engaged. I'm not engaged. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. 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 Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, so interesting. <laughs> but I feel like if we start to take te- steps to understand it, we can start to solve our problem. Yeah, totally. Yeah, like mm. when you... I think it's like a conscious thing of noticing when you are engaged and being like, okay, I know what this feels like. Yeah. <laughs> like sort of like pinpointing yeah. it and being like, yeah. this is what this feels like. Yeah. I know what it feels like to be happy when like for me, what it feels like to be engaged for me, what it feels like to be burnt out for me. Like yeah. I can recognize these signs, but it's just understanding like what the factors are because when you don't have that vocabulary and when you don't know like what you're looking for, then you just you just let it just kind of go by and you just you're not engaged. Yeah. We're saying engaged a lot. Yeah, we are. You know. <laughs> just saying. Thank God it's the topic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm engaged. <laughs> no. No, no yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not no, engaged. No, we need it's true. I'm not engaged. <laughs> At the moment, I'm In figuring anyway. I'm figuring out how to be engaged. <laughs> not get engaged. Yeah. <laughs> Which is being funny. It's Friday, we're tired. Yep. But <laughs> It's, it's really interesting because now that I think about it, you know, I realize, here's my example of feeling engaged. Mm. I remember there was a time that I walked to the grocery store as if I was in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> like you think sure like I mean? a rom-com. Like you know rom-com what I mean? Like, no, yeah. like I feel like I oh, was okay. like the main character. I was oh. like going there, getting stuff. I knew yeah. exactly what I needed to do you in my life. Doing. Yeah. 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 That's what I'm talking about. Okay, yeah. Even yeah. just going to the grocery store feels like I'm in a movie. I'm the main character. I like that. Yeah, that's that's, great. that's how I would describe yeah. feeling engaged. Ooh, that's so interesting. How would you describe it? I think I've experienced this, experiences today. Okay. <laughs> I've experienced not being engaged. Okay. <laughs> and I experienced being engaged. I was not engaged during my lecture. Oh, I was at the start. And then he was just so dull that I just completely zoinked um, and I left. Um, but then when I went and studied and I was like studying for one of my units, which is not particularly interesting. Trust law, by the way, very like not like everyone thinks it's really hard. It's very just like not anything. But I was sitting there and I was doing it just like completely off my own bat 
which for me, like from last year, very like last year was so difficult for me to sit down and study because I was just permanently tired all the time, which is the whole burnout thing. Um, and I was so disengaged. And when I did study, it was just so hard and I just was not interested, like whatever. And I was just on my phone all the time. And today it was like, I wasn't checking my phone. I just sat there and I just like studied for just like an hour. And I was actually like enjoying myself, which is really weird. Like, I don't want to say, I don't know. It was weird. I was like, I even stopped halfway through and I was like, what is this? (laughs) This is, what is this sensation? Do I like this subject or is this just, (laughs) yeah, like, is this just me and my approach? But then when, even when I was doing another subject, I found the same thing. And I was just like, I'm engaged. Mm -hmm. Like I am in it 100%. I might not be like fully engaged because I'm not like, you know, like, spiritually invested in trust law like ill no (laughs) but I'm engaged because I'm like invested in my grades I'm invested in my learning like I was actually like oh I'm like doing this and it's not bad (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's what just like engaged it just has to to be not bad yeah I think that's what it means (laughs) that would suffice (laughs) that's interesting yeah but then have you ever experienced a period in life where you feel like you're just fully engaged in all aspects of your life? You know exactly what you're doing. You know exactly what life would look like. And, yeah. you know, like, do you remember if there's been a period like that? How did that feel? I'm oh very gosh. curious about this. Because, you know, like, for I me, it was like going to the grocery store. Yeah. Yeah. Like a, like a period where I was engaged in everything. Yeah. Like everything was like... I don't think so. <laughs> I want to think yes, but I feel like those periods of my existence last for like a week. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I think maybe you I have to find those it. weeks again. Yeah. Like make, I think make I those weeks happen it. again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think it's when I'm like actually being organized and I'm staying on top of myself and I'm like, okay, I'm engaged. Like I'm here. I'm not stressed because I feel like I can mix up engagement with just being like stressed if that makes sense because I'm just thinking about everything all the time and I'm like okay thinking about everything all the time does not mean you're engaged (laughs) that just means you're stressed and you're anxious and you're you're like you're just too you're overwhelmed yeah so I think I kind of have gotten those mixed up being like oh like you know like loving the idea of being busy kind of thing yeah um but I think I have been engaged it's only for like small moments of time where I'm like engaged in everything Mm. and I think just because I am so busy, I feel like some one thing will always take the back burner. But I think this year I'm going to work really hard to be engaged in everything. So ask me that question again in 12 months. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully we'll have a different answer. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's a good start. I think it's definitely yeah. a good start because, yeah. you know, now that you know, when yeah. you have those moments or the period where you feel like you're fully engaged in everything you're doing in life... Mm. We'll talk. Have you ever felt that? Like where you like, I feel like I am engaged in every single aspect of my life. Yeah, that was the period. Oh. I told you. The, the oh, time you that went I went. The, yeah, when, you went to yeah when I went to the supermarket, I felt like I was the protagonist. Yeah, I, I don't remember. That. I don't remember much about the period, but I remember the feeling that I had that day. And I was kind of like, this is interesting. Yeah. I'm just grocery shopping. This yeah. is weird. Yeah. I actually think, I think that was actually in the middle of the pandemic. Right. Okay. So I think it's like a combination of different things like knowing what I needed to do you know beginning a new chapter in life Mm. having my life sort of planned out a little bit yeah and being my own person and just you know just really 
having the best time with myself. So that's when I feel like, okay, I was engaged in different activities. I was really like organized as well. I was like making time to exercise, reading a lot, just like, you know, not being obsessed with technologies and social media. And yeah. it was fun. I like that. Yeah. So cool. that's what I'm saying. Like, I need to get back into making those weeks happen again. Yeah. You know, that'd <laughs> be great. Yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> that'd be great. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Uh, yeah. So that's engagement mm. to our perspective. Obviously, we're not experts. So, yeah. you know, somebody else will somebody else will help us to do it, to tell us <laughs> if this is actually true. Yeah, true. Like, we, we might be way off. Yeah, that could be like, no, that's yeah. not Yeah. That's going to make you. Yeah. But yeah. I, I think it's a good start of a conversation because I yeah. feel like if you're... If you're just talking about like engagement in an activity, that's pretty clear, mm. you know, like you zone out when it's boring and you just don't find any interest in yeah. it. Um, but, you know, in the bigger picture, it's also engagement in life. Like mm. you just engage in all all aspects and you're yeah, not going totally. through life on autopilot. And I think mm. that's actually a really interesting aspect because I feel like I'm on autopilot a lot of the time. Oh, yeah. It's not great. Yeah, no, it's and it's scary, and you're yeah. like, oh no, this is not yeah, and, yeah. And then you'd be like, what did I do? Like, there was like <laughs> yeah. this time I was like, oh, where's my remote? Guess where it was? Right in front of you. No, where? I was in the fridge. What the? Fr- <laughs> what? what the fridge? What the fridge? Yeah. Why, why, why was it in the fridge? <laughs> I know it was in the fridge. I was disengaged. From what I was doing. I've done that, but I do that with I food. Out. Yeah, yeah, I did that. I, I can't remember what it was, but I put like the lettuce in the pantry and I was just like not there. Like, I, just, I must have been, I you know, in the I, I must have been carrying, like, you know, bringing the... It's such the, a three-year-old thing to do. Like, I was, no, 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 it was not recent. It was like years ago, but I just realized that. I was like, oh, because I was kind of like, I mean, that was disengagement in the moment, not in yeah. life, but that was funny to me. In the moment, yeah. Yeah, in the moment. I was like, I had the remote in my hand and I went to I probably went to the fridge to get some snack or something. And then instead of getting both the snack and the remote back, I got the snack and swapped that for the remote. So kinda yeah. you know, like, here's here you go, fridge. You have to be a new friend. <laughs> you know? It happens. Swapsies. It happens. That's so cool. Yeah. Oh my goodness. But yeah, yeah. I did, that happens to me a lot now that I think about it actually. I constantly have these moments where I just like drop things and we'll just let, when I'm in my room, tend, that tends to usually be the only moment, but I get really paranoid about it now, which is why I lost my phone today as well in the, <laughs> the library. <laughs> I am just, I am not engaged. Um, but yeah, I will just like be in my room and if I get distracted by something, I will literally, quite literally drop whatever it is that I was holding. Oh, wow. And just go That's to that serious. other thing. Yeah. And then I'm like, what did I do with that thing? And then it's like on the floor and I'm like, oh my goodness. I'm like, this is so bad. It's really annoying. I've mm. like gotten better at it. But like today I left my phone at the library and I never leave anything anywhere because I know that I am like so prone to just, I'm like those like four-year-olds who like drop stuff. <laughs> Because something else is more interesting. Oh, my gosh. It's terrifying. Yeah, that, that is pretty terrifying. But, you know, you just mentioned your phone. And mm. we have a lot of stuff around us. Yeah. Laptops, phones, iPads, tablets, TVs. Yeah. Technology is a big deal. Mm-hmm. So I think, I don't know about you, but I'm struggling with 
engagement in activities when I have technology around me. Yeah. And because you're hosting the productivity show, I wonder if yeah. you have any tips for us Ooh. to help us, you know, yeah. foster our engagement using technology if yeah. possible. Yeah. Using technology, I think it's like a, it can be a good thing and a bad thing, which is like obviously with everything. Using technology to stay engaged. I tend to, like, depending on what you're doing, I tend to find, like, it's a bit of an oxymoron um, in terms of, like, use your technology to be engaged. Um, but you can, like, <laughs> depending, like, it's just, uh, sometimes I'm like, oh, that's funny. Yeah. But it depends on what you're trying to do. Like, if you're trying to stay engaged in life on, like, a day-to-day basis, technology can help you stay more organized. I tend to find that timers are, like, the biggest thing there. Um, and just, like, notes. That tends to be like the biggest thing, like scheduling, calendars, timers, mm. notes. Yeah. yeah. Cool. But like if you're like trying to be engaged in a conversation or something, not having technology then becomes your most helpful thing. And I think timers have helped me do that. Um, and even just like, you know, when people put their phones like in the middle of the table and it's just like, you know, let touch it, like that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and I think when I'm out with friends, I try to not put my phone on the table I tend to find like people will if you sit down for dinner someone will put like people put their phones on the table yeah um and like me and my girlfriends have made like a like a active habit of like putting our phones in our handbags like when we are like out and so that if you're like trying to engage in that aspect then yeah cool but if you're trying to engage in like an academic or work aspect from the productivity side of things yeah um then like, yeah, technology can be really helpful um, because like I said, timers, really cool. <laughs> I know I'm, this is like Scheduling. the most basic thing and you do not need technology for this. Yeah. Um, but if I'm trying to stay engaged in something and not look at my phone or social media, then I will set 25 minutes for me to be 100% insulted. I do this for study. For me to, it's called the Pomodoro technique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I use that for study. Yeah, and I also use it for work. Mm. Um, because I'm like, I am 100% engaged in this thing. I am not looking at my phone, and I prop up, I prop it up like with the timer, so I can see the timer. Mm-hmm. Um, because otherwise, I get bored. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, seeing the timer, yeah, puts more pressure on me, which yeah. is great. Because yeah. if I can't see the timer, I will still look at my phone. Mm-hmm. It's really bad. Yeah. Um. The other thing I would probably find is just like utilizing technology in the different kinds of ways. So if you need to finish doing something at a certain time, like scheduling, you know, your phone to go to sleep or scheduling a shutdown and being like, this is going to happen then mm-hmm. you have to like, you have to be there, like whether you like it or not, like <laughs> that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, and I think learning how to use different softwares. I think there are so many different like apps and softwares that you can use that can be helpful. And I think actually learning how to use them. I think this is the biggest problem that we have when when it comes to staying engaged on technology is like people get really confused and overwhelmed by like what's on their laptops. And then people just like, oh, I can't do this anymore. I'm just going to like go on my phone. Like I'm just going to just zone out and just clock out. But if you can learn how to use the different shortcuts on just like your keyboard or using different softwares like Adobe or just like setting up a notion or just like really basic things, then like it allows you to do things faster and quicker and it's much less effort. Yeah. And like when you've got those boundaries, 
like they're like those um you know walls that stop you from getting to a certain thing you're like much less likely to maintain your engagement because you're just like have to jump over this and have to jump over that and by the time you get there you're just like Ah. <laughs> like you're like okay I need a break just yeah. to like get to where I got to go so learning how to use the technology to like mm. benefit you and staying engaged and knowing when to walk away from it like yeah. being very clear onto what you're doing with your technology when you're using it mm-hmm. I think I found is the most helpful mm. thing when it comes to productivity mm. is like knowing why are you on your laptop mm knowing why you are on your phone mm. and like actually assessing yeah. like, what is it doing right now. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Cause sometimes people just have um, their laptop on and their phone on at the same time. Yeah. And they'd be like, I'm here, but I'm also here. Yeah. <laughs> but hang on, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm everywhere. Mm. And um, even like, I, I think it's, I find it interesting. Cause like if you're watching a movie, and you're on your phone. What are you actually watching? Yeah. You know, so that's kind of like the question I ask myself. It's like my biggest pet peeve. <laughs> yeah. But then, you yeah. know, like it's it's very normal nowadays. Oh, you yeah. see a lot of people do this. Yeah. Family members, Smart. friends, yeah. you know. As a like, film buff, it makes me sad. I'm like, guys, yeah, yeah. in the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then, like. But like, I've done it. I mean, yeah, if, you, if you're re-watching a movie, that's fine, I think. Yeah. But then if you're watching a new material, you would want to be engaged in, in, mm. in the activity. Yeah. And even re-watching, actually, like if you're just re-watching it to zone out, then mm. I think it's also not going to help with your engagement in life. Like at least that's no, what I yeah. found personally. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, think our te- I think our technology, especially our phones, have pushed us to be less engaged because we are now engaged in multiple different things all at once. Yeah. And so I think because we're so spread so thin, yeah, spread so thin, it's like we struggle to be present without some other form of stimulation. Like there always has to be that other thing. Yeah. And I think lately I've been like forcing myself to like just be engaged in this one thing. Like I have breakfast without any technology. Oh, it's really hey, scary. that's a good practice that we can <laughs> share with people. Yeah, that's a good practice. Okay, to stay more engaged it's in life or in activity, start with having breakfast without technology. Okay, mm. what were the challenges when you started doing I that? Was, it was just like so weird. My brain <laughs> did not know what to do with itself. Mm. Um, I started doing this just because. That my psychologist was like, just take some mindfulness. And I think also from my personal resilience um, podcast, I think I've learned a lot from that. And um, and it overlaps in a weird kind of way with productivity, um, that mindfulness and actually it allowing you to be productive. Yeah. Um, and I think I've taken a lot of mindfulness tips from that. And just like being engaged in one thing at a time is like the biggest problem that we have like in society today. Mm. And... Yeah, I think the challenge was actually just doing it. Yeah. It was just, it was like, it wasn't scary, but it was just like really weird. I just like sat there and I was like, it's just me and my food. Like, <laughs> and I like sit at my dining room table and there's no one else like in the morning. Um, Cause I live in like a share house and most of the boys are like gone in the morning cause they start work early and I take slow mornings <laughs> if I'm not like going to work or if I don't have an early class and I love like a slow morning cause that's when I am my most depleted and 
yeah, was this a challenge to not have that immediate stimulation? Because mm. if you have that pattern, your brain is craving it because yeah. it's like this is your treat for sleeping here. Like I'm going to give you YouTube. But I just sat there with my food and I was like, this is really weird. So I think the actual challenge was actually doing it. Yeah. Like just physically forcing myself not to do it. Yeah. That was like the biggest thing. And I think once you get over that hill, it's like actually not even bad. Mm. Mm. Then you're just, it's just you and your food. Yeah. And I stare outside because <laughs> I need something. <laughs> so I just look outside and there's just like birds and trees and yeah, just life. Yeah. No music, no nothing. Yeah, just me just life. and my toast. Yeah. And like, yeah, and just life. And it's just, it's yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I've seen that, uh, you know, my, one of my favorite YouTubers did that. And she's just like, she just, I think, did a week of that mm. on her vlog to, for people to see. And it's kind of like, wow, I'm so used to having technology and having something on that I didn't know this is possible. Yeah. We're so like used to like, we've just become... Like, we, we need something on yeah. just like all the time. Like, there needs to be music. There needs to be a movie. There needs to be a show. Like, there needs to be something always there. So, like, to do things without it is just, like, so weird. Yeah. But it works. Yeah. <laughs> so how has that impacted your well-being? I think it's good, um, especially in the mornings. For me, I am, like, such a mess. Like, my brain is, like, foggy and I just, like, don't talk to me in the morning. Like, I'm just not a good person. Not a morning person. Jerry can this. I'm just not, not a morning person, like, at all. Um, which is bad because, well, it's not bad, but it's just, like, unfortunate because the world operates on this, like, we get up at 8 o'clock in the morning kind of vibe or, like, 7. Thanks. I don't know. But yeah, yeah. my dad gets up at 4. I'm like, what the hell? Um, I am not. I'm like, get up at 12. No, <laughs> that's a joke. Um, I get up at, like, 9, like, 10 o'clock at the latest. But... I think it's impacted my well-being by just setting the tone for the day. Yeah. And I think I can't remember where I read this or saw this or what it was. But um actually I think I might have heard it on the Inspired Unemployed when they had Ryan on. I think they have they have this like guy who's like a therapist, psychologist, like he was like a bodyguard or whatever. Anyway. I think I heard it on there and it's about like taking that time in the morning to set like your tone and your rhythm mm -hmm. because when you check your phone in the morning, there can be anything on there. Like you can be hit with breaking news. Um, I am a terrible, like I got into the habit of doing this as like a journalist which is now just like really annoying and I'm trying not to do it. So I check the news. It's like the first thing I do. Yeah. But it's bad because 99% of the time, you know, if something's newsworthy, you know, it bleeds, it leads. It's not pretty. You don't, you don't see something good. Yeah. Um, so when you're influxed with that in the morning, that like sets, like that sets off your neurons and that's the first thing that your brain thinks about when yeah. you wake up. And that just doesn't like, obviously that doesn't mean you're going to have a bad day. That's not, that doesn't mean that. But it, it just means that like that was the first thing you engaged in. Yeah. And, and it might create can, more disengagement yeah. throughout the day. Because, yeah. you know, you might be thinking about it. You might be like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that happened. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's a great day, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't like checking messages in the morning unless it's a text message that I've gotten from and only, like, 
people that I really love text me, like text me. <laughs> like it's either like my best friend or my family members. Yeah. Um, so I'll check my texts. Um, but if I don't have any texts or calls, I don't check my messenger because that's just everything happens overnight, like heaps of stuff. And I've got friends on the other side of the world and you can relate to like, like time zones and everyone sits everywhere. So yeah, I think doing that, it's just allowed me to know how I feel when I wake up without any influence. Like how do I feel without anybody's influence? Like I've woken up from my sleep. Do I feel happy? Do I feel sad? Do I feel kind of tired? Is my body sore? Like it allows me to sort of engage with myself and just be like, okay, this is where I am. What can I do to make this better, to fix this, all that kind of stuff. And it's nice. Yeah. I see the birds. Beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. Enjoy. Enjoy all the birds. All the birds. Yeah. I love the birds. Yeah. It's like a a Disney movie, you know, like uh, you you and your toes. Yeah. It's me. Hi, I'm the bird. I do that with my chickens. (laughs) There you go. When I have breakfast outside and I sit with my chickens and they have breakfast and I have breakfast and we just have brekkie together and it's cool. That's cute. (laughs) It's cute. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for sharing. Your thoughts on engagement. Yay. We started out with a slightly different topic, but we did mention technology. Mm. Uh, but I, I think where the conversation was going in the direction that I actually really enjoyed. Because yeah. lots of food for thoughts, you know. Oh, like, totally. I was like, well, I didn't think about that before. Um, <laughs> <laughs> never never thought I would have my breakfast I challenge you, have anything. breakfast just like with your cats. Just like, just five. Actually, no, sorry. I think I've done this. Okay. Yeah, now that I think yeah. about it, I, I don't do it too often yeah but i have done this you have a nice view from your apartment too if you just sit there on your couch and just have your breakfast and just look out the window and just yeah because most of the times i'm just rushing really yeah that's what i'm saying like i'll just like eat on the go yeah me too so that's the only problem like eating on the train next to some poor guy who's just like so sick of me (laughs) yeah i'm hungry too why are you doing that to me (laughs) (laughs) except i always have like a piece of fruit and i have to like stand there with like my apple core like for the rest of the train yeah just be like this yeah i'm just standing there like this yeah yeah exactly (laughs) he's like (laughs) yeah well well that's that is it and before we Mm. let you go we have open mic as usual. Oh, yeah. What would you like to share with the people? Yeah. Um, let's let's talk about like let's I, I wanna kinda stay a little bit on topic. Um, but let's talk about sort of like those career areas that struggle the most with like engagement and having like I think those those more traditional areas of work. Cause I think we like, you know, like our jobs and all these like new hybrid jobs and like all this kind of stuff, like blah, blah, blah. It's really cool for like this new generation coming into it or yeah. like even, you know, like the like the millennials and stuff who like it's new for them, but they're, they're vibing with it and they're enjoying it. And it's yeah. like, yeah, like, yeah, like, <laughs> like, we, they're like, yeah, like, yeah, this is cool because um, we're not doing what our, what our parents did. But I think there's still those areas that. I don't know if we'll ever be able to make that full jump. Like, for example, I'm talking about like law and medicine here. Yeah. Um, med, obviously, will never really be able to make that jump in yeah. terms of having that flexibility and that like that kind of stuff. But I feel like law is just something that just like refuses to do it. Yeah. <laughs> just like on a basis of just like mm. prestige. And... I know, like, it's really interesting that there are certain fields where it's, like, this level of 
like, you know, flexibility and like putting your lifestyle first and then picking the job that comes with that lifestyle, not the other way around. I feel like because that's a very new concept, Laura's like not into any new things. It's like, no, like we don't like, <laughs> yeah. we don't like new stuff. We are like, you know, the old guy with the elbow patches, like we're not into the new thing. Um, and this like, you know, talk about like we've talked so much about engagement and all this kind of stuff. And we have things um, where like, we do um, like employee recognition where if someone's did like an achievement, yeah. you know, like those kinds of things, like yeah. we do cool stuff like that. Yeah. I have never seen anything like that, like at a law firm or anything. Like really? Very, yeah. Like it's really under-engaged. Like they just, wow. yeah. Like, and I think it's like a pride thing. Like they pride themselves on being like a difficult environment That's and it's strange. not fun. Yeah. Like it's strange to but me. But it burns people out. Yeah. And I just How would people be understand. engaged in their task if... I don't know. Yeah, if it's so tough. <laughs> I mean, you're getting back into it. I, I don't want to scare you. <laughs> no, like, but uh, like, I feel like the where I'm going, yeah, it's like not going to be like that. Yeah, um, that's good. But I feel like all these, I don't know. I feel like there are certain areas of like the, um, I don't know, there's like career fields and different professions that just like refuse to take on this like engagement kind of thing. Like, I don't know, have you ever like been in a job where you can like see like a stark difference between like two different places where you worked and you're like, oh, this one's so much more engaging and this one was just like, I did, that was that was not good. Yeah, I mean, definitely, definitely. Yeah. And I mean, I've, I've also could have sort of dipped my toes into different careers yeah you've had career really paths. interesting yeah my my life has been interesting <laughs> but yeah I, I think totally like, I've seen it a lot and even though it's not corporate law or like corporate medicine or anything I've heard from my friends you know who work in corporate mm. and or and or governments and it's just like there's no engagement yeah it's like they refuse I just don't get it and or they don't feel engaged you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like it's a two way street, you know? Yeah. It's, it's like just really weird. It's just yeah. like I feel like like these fields, like law just like refuses like it just refuses to bring in this new aspect. Like it just I'm sure there would be I'm sure firms there are like that really are embracing it. Sweet little boutique firms who yeah. like are really nice and have <laughs> like, you know, three lawyers who all like really love each other. Yeah. But from my experience and even just from talking to people on my podcast, I get a lot yeah. of... I've had, like, guests on who, like, I used to be a lawyer and then I was oh. burnt out. Oh. Like, I've had so many guests wow. who were like, I used to be a lawyer and then I left because of X, Y, Z and they were burnt out or whatever it was. And I'm just like, what is with it? What, like, what it's is the it environment, with these fields? maybe. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think it's like they just... Because it's so old school... Like, they just are so persistent on, like, keeping it, like, making it hard. Yeah. Because they don't want it to become accessible. Mm. And I think that's like part of the reason. You know what? The whole time we're talking about this, this just reminds me of Formula One. I'm just like really <laughs> into it these days. It You're sounds really like Formula One to me. <laughs> like, so cutthroat. Not going to give you an opportunity. You're out, you're out. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. 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 I was just like, wow. Okay. Yeah. It's interesting, right? Because you never thought about these things. I'm just like, oh, law, lawyers, they're needed. Mm, yeah, like they need it, but I'm never just thought like, that it, it's such an environment. Yeah, like you just you need like oh yeah, like it's just so weird, and I just really like am wishing yeah. that like a lot of these 
much more traditional like fields of work um you know like they come with that sort of like traditional nine to five kind of vibes yeah mostly corporate yeah like I, I really hope that these fields my gosh what was that noise <laughs> that these fields take on yeah like these things like these new aspects that are yeah. being brought into workplaces because I feel like a lot of the workplaces that bring in this awesome like you know hybrid employee engagement workshops yeah. blah 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 like you know like recognition yeah. all I feel like like 90 percent of those are like jobs that have only been developed in like the past like three decades mm. or like jobs that are like very much like technologically focused like media is probably like the biggest one where I've seen it yeah. like make that biggest like development like it's a lot like media and journalism like just like that whole field really into like this you know like hybridity and stuff and they're like yeah cool like let's make this super multifaceted and everyone really loves it and blah 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 but like those more traditional fields just like so stubborn and mm. just like refuse to do it yeah at least like from my experience mm. I'm sure there are places that are doing it but I think it's like they need to there needs to be an evaluation of like what are you trying to do here mm. and like why you like why do you want this to be really hard for your employees to like why do you want them to burn out like yeah like why like why are you pushing them yeah but even this that's just like a part of the degree like in law at least where I am studying you like the they take in so many more students than there are actually places because they know that by the time that you get there there will be less than half or like more than half will have left my gosh and it's just like they do that in law because they know that like people are not gonna make it i'm like why are you making (laughs) like yeah why like okay the work is hard but you don't have to make the environment hard yeah if that makes sense absolutely i I hope that like some of these more traditional fields start to take on like the really cool stuff that all these other new things like all these other new fields have i'm just really hoping that they (laughs) make jump for, for my sake yeah <laughs> otherwise you will see me back in media very quickly <laughs> well i mean uh, we would love to have you back anytime always to yeah. Zion. but i don't <laughs> want you to suffer in law so you know definitely enjoy it as much as you can and oh, yeah, totally. yeah i hope they will make the jump actually it's interesting to find out because i didn't really know much about law and other cutthroat environments until yeah, now it's so really gross yeah it's just because if they don't make the jump then i am not doing this like but it's so important because look this show is about well-being and Mm. at the end of the day it's in each and every one single person on this planet to embrace that you know it's exactly we're we're nothing without our well-being yeah you know it's just not gonna work yeah exactly and if they don't embrace it then it's just and also a lot of experts have talked about how much it damages organizations and cost a lot of money so much money i think like johnson and johnson did like a whole thing where they forced their employees it's like a corporate like they're a corporate company and they forced their employees to do like a physical exercise like regime like I don't know if they forced them but they did like they did like workshops where they were like you have to do like cardio exercise and like the energy of an engagement of the employees just like went up and they saved like millions in like time and like all this stuff and just like waste management because their employees were just like fitter and just like more engaged and more energetic and just wow yeah they saved so much money it was like two they they saved like 
$2.70 like a day, like over like very, like, and I don't remember, but (laughs) I can't remember what it actually said, but they saved money by having their employees be engaged. Yeah. So law firms, please listen. Please. Oh my goodness. So tired. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good luck, Tia. Thank Thank you you. for being with us for as long as you have and for being here. You know, I I remember the first time we talked and I I got to interview you, interview in bracket. That was fun. Yeah, Yeah, in air quotes. Oh my gosh, that was so fun. Yeah, you were you were kind of like is this okay? Yeah, like oh, your so laptop. Yeah, yeah. It's so cute. And and look at you now. You know, no. having hosted what like close to twenty episodes per show, like almost oh forty goodness. in total, I think. Oh wow! So yeah, good so memories. Good yeah. memories. Oh, such good memories. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah, we'll miss you. Oh, good, yeah. good luck with I'll law. Miss you guys so much. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. You might see me again. <laughs> yeah, and please send pics of your chickens. Oh, one hundred percent. Always. Yeah. I love my girl. <laughs> You've been listening to Doing Well, the Wellbeing Science Insights podcast, produced by the Wellbeing Science Labs, a division of LMSL, the Life Management Science Labs. More episodes are available from 10 Life Management Perspectives and can be found by searching LMSL on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, YouTube, and other podcasting apps available on your devices. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, share, and subscribe to our channel so that other people can find it and we can continue to provide quality content. More of our work can be found on our website at we.lmsl.net where you can join our movement. I'm Lu Ngo, thanks for tuning in.